Hey guys, welcome to Dream Stories. This is Michael French, and along with my wife, Elisa, we're going to spend some time talking about dreams and dream interpretation. We're looking forward to sharing some of our dream stories with you. So hang out, and let's see what happens. Hello, Michael French. Hello, Lisa French, freshly back from East Africa. Yeah. So Well, my body's here, but <laughs> not sure my brain is. Yeah. You, you, uh, you had a good trip, I guess. I did. We had. My, I went with our son Noah, our youngest. Which is why we had to pre-record last week's podcast because I couldn't do anything without Noah. True, <laughs> that's true. He's kind of our right-hand guy with all this technical stuff, isn't he? He makes it all work. He does a really good job. And I'm really happy he's been involved. He's been really helpful with it. It's yeah. been good. Shout so, out to Noah. Yeah. So, did you have any dreams while you were in Africa? I had several dreams while I was in Africa. Any cool ones we need to talk about? Well. Did you tell me about them already? I think I told you about them already. I don't remember. Did you? Oh, maybe you did. I don't know. You have okay. so many dreams. A, That's the problem. This is a great example because you even were talking to me about it yesterday. Remember I had one with Caleb having the really long beard? Oh, that's right. Like uh, like the, uh, like the you said he looked like Animal from the Muppets. Yeah, and then last night we were talking about one I'd had about, remember the water? And we were out rescuing people. Oh, because the water was going to come. Yeah, see, that's cool. Good. Okay, okay, let's back up a little bit. Maybe you just came from Africa and your body's <laughs> here, but your mind's not. No, it's just that you have, you know, when when your wife has five, six, seven, ten, fifteen, whatever dreams a night. Yeah, you they begin to all run together with when did you have them? I had oodles of dreams last night, but I can't remember all of them. They're all just kind of running in and out of each other. So, and you know, yesterday we were outside walking around, working in the yard, and do you remember what I said to you? I was like, oh, I had a dream. I had a dream. Yesterday, and then we were watching a TV show last night. I was like, oh, I remember a dream I had last night. I can't help it. It just pops up. Everything <laughs> reminds you of a dream. I mean, literally, we could be walking along in Walmart, and you see dish detergent or something. Oh, oh I had a dream about dish yeah, detergent. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and that's really a, a neat idea for us to talk about. Because, you know, you don't know what you may be doing in your day where a dream might, you might remember something. You've even done that with me before. We'll yeah. be doing something. It doesn't happen often with you like it does with me, but I'll have I triggers. Have dreams I know. Why is that? I don't understand it. Why is it that some people do? Do you think it has something to do with gift mixes sometimes or just their people's nature or just well, what God's it, put in them? Well, I think, it's some, I think it's something about the way we're created. I mean, the Bible talks about us all being uh, unique and you know, some have this gift, some have that gift. And, and I think that we all need one another. So yeah. you need me to interpret all the dreams know, you have. So I don't have time to have I'm not dreams. helping you. <laughs> You're my helper. Well, you help me. You help me when I do have significant dreams that I can't figure out. We've yeah. had several times. We need to talk about some of the big significant dreams that have actually impacted life choices and things for us sometimes. Well, so. I mean, speaking of that, you had mentioned to me the other day before I left for Africa, it, maybe it was actually while I was on a phone call to you, that it, it actually spurred a thought that you had had a dream about Africa. I did, you know, because we were planning the trip we uh, to um, – Kenya with a missions team for May and while we were traveling a few weeks ago before recording for the recording we're doing right now but, but while we were traveling 
um, I had a dream, and in my dream, I was in Kenya, and everything was going along normal like it normally does with our mission teams that we, we go there with. We've been going for 20 years, and it was just a normal trip. Everything seemed normal. Uh, everything on the trip took place like normal. We were helping at the orphanage that we run. We were dealing with different things there, talking to the people, you know, nothing spectacular. But then some kind of crisis came up, and I don't, I don't think even in the dream I knew what the crisis was, but some kind of crisis came up that suddenly made the trip very, very difficult. It was difficult to get around in the country. It was difficult to get out of the country, and I woke up. Yeah. And um, you didn't know what that dream meant. I didn't. I was really confused for several days on that dream trying to figure it out. And it was actually a trigger that we were talking to one of the people who was looking at going to Kenya with us two months from the time of the dream, two months later, and about a, um, a month ago from the time of recording right now, we were talking to someone who was looking at going on the mission trip with us. And they said, uh, they asked me about how were the plans coming, and it was just like, click. I realized what the dream meant. The dream was saying, if you go to Africa in May to do your normal missions things, there will be a great deal of difficulty associated with it. And I knew basically, not from the dream, but, but just from recognizing out of the interpretation of that dream that we needed to cancel that mission trip, yeah. which we did. I didn't I, know why. I was disappointed. You just one day said, we're not going. And I was like, well, you didn't even tell me. And you were like, I thought I did. And I was like, I don't remember you telling me we were going to cancel it. So I was disappointed and everything. But then. Well, it was it was really a direction dream. We talked for several weeks about categories of dreams. And that yeah. was really a direction dream. Uh it was saying this is going to be a difficult trip, and you need to make a choice. Basically, are you going to endure the difficulty, or are you going to reschedule or replan? And I felt like Holy Spirit said to me to replan yeah. because some of that difficulty was going to be hard. And and so we made that decision. We canceled the trip. You know, you remember the day I told some of the um, people who were going that we weren't going to go. Canceled the trip, and. About two weeks later, which would now be two weeks ago from the time of recording, we got a call from our orphanage in East Africa that uh, one of our uh, children uh, who uh, came when we first opened the orphanage. She came when she was eight years old. She was 22, her last semester in college. She was finishing college, and we got a call from the orphanage that uh, she had passed away. Yeah. Heartbreaking. It was. It was. It's uh, very emotional, very heartbreaking, and we very quickly made the decision. You, you know, you know, because you just got back for you to go to the funeral with Noah. Uh, Was amazing the way God orchestrated things. Uh, Ticket prices were half of what they normally are when we buy around spring break. I mean, that just doesn't happen normally. Yeah, we normally buy our tickets six or eight months ahead, and they were half the price. They were half the price of the trip a month later what the ticket prices were supposed to be. And so we knew you were supposed to go. Yeah. And um, as you were leaving, it it clicked with me. I realized, oh, this was the dream. Yeah, had, <clears throat> had we continued on with the plans, a lot of our budget would have been taken up with 
And we can't, we can't, it's really difficult for us to travel twice within a two month period somewhere. It would have been within 30 days. Yeah, within 30 days. We already have another trip like that coming up, I think, coming up later in the fall. To do that twice in a year for two different places, really challenging uh, financially, just on our bodies, you know. And I know a lot of people do a lot more than that, but just for us, where we are in our life, we knew that that wasn't it. And so it was just confirmation to you that God knew ahead of time. What was going to happen? And the bottom line was we could have chosen to go on a normal mission trip a month later. We could have still probably raised money and managed to get to East Africa, though it would have been very difficult for the funeral. Yeah. But the Lord had told us, if you continue to plan this mission trip, it's going to be very difficult. It's going to make it hard to get in and out of the country. And that's what it would have been. It would have been very hard on us getting in and out. Uh, the jet lag, all the different pieces, the finances, all those things would have made it difficult. And the dream wasn't specific. It didn't tell me why it was going to be difficult. It also didn't tell you adamantly, don't go. Right. We have choices sometimes. It's just saying, look, this is going to be challenging if you do. Uh, We didn't just have travel expenses. We also had funeral expenses. I mean, that was quite significant, you know, to our budget. So, I'm thankful. Like you, we could have chosen another path. We could have said, okay, we're not going to go to the funeral. And, you know, we're not going to pay for it. And then we'll let y'all worry about that. And then, but, you know, we don't do that. We try to take care of our people as much as we can. And um, I'm grateful. I think it was the right choice. When I think about it, it's, you know, you can always make the argument, well, but God could have done it. But God could have orchestrated it. But God could have made. Yeah, it's true. We made a choice, and it reminds me. Just I don't even. I hadn't thought about this till just this very moment. But it reminds me of the choices that uh, Joseph made. Okay, or Paul even yeah, going to Paul, Rome. Some of Paul's choices wasn't so much uh, uh, from a dream mm-hmm. as Joseph's were, but, but he it was made a choices. Vision, there, wasn't was a, it? there was or, a prophetic word mm-hmm. or a, a demonstrative prophetic word that mm-hmm. was done in metaphor for yeah, Paul. Yeah. Uh, you still had to interpret the symbols. Right. Remember. Agabus takes his belt off and binds his hands together and right. says, this will happen to the man who goes to, to yeah, Rome. exactly. So there was still metaphor in that. That's one of the great things about understanding to interpret dreams is you can take what you learn from that and apply it. Well, it's interesting that in you say places. that because in my mind, you know, our, our mentor, John Paul Jackson, told us, uh, read the white sometimes. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it may not be actually written out, but what could have led to what was being said sometimes it's not to write our own word, but it just helps you think, you know, if this, why not that, you know? So, well, and what I was thinking was Agabus, in my mind, could have had a daydream. And he has this quick daydream of seeing Paul, you know, going to Rome being bound. That's how it would happen for me. Well, and he, he may have just acted out something exactly. he saw. We don't know. But, we don't know. But we do know specifically what happened with Joseph. Joseph, if you think about it, he has the dream with the... Um, uh, uh, the sheaves of wheat yeah. that bow down uh, to him. He has the dream with the sun, the moon, and the stars bowing down. Yeah. And and you can say, well, he he doesn't really have an interpretation of the dream, but the choice he makes is to talk about the dream, to tell the dream. Yeah, not the best choice when his brothers didn't like him already. No, you know, and I I tell people all the time. I say if he just not talked about that dream, he wouldn't have gone to Egypt as a slave. So, but he would have gotten there yeah. because God would have sent him in some other way, and that's the that's the thing. We God knows the end from the beginning, and that's why He can give a dream that results in exactly what He 
he had planned. So wisdom would say, sometimes we should hold on to our dreams. We don't always need to just blurt them out. But in God's infinite wisdom, he understands that sometimes through our immaturity, or even though it's not timing, or it's not supposed to be released yet, or spoken about, that he still uses it for his glory. You know, things in the end that may, you know, as we're young, and that can apply to just our life as believers as we're on our journey, you know, that even though we may say something that didn't bode well for us and everyone goes, oh, you think you're something? Well, we'll show you, you know. That's what happened with Joseph and his brothers, you know. But, um, gosh, look what happened, you know, just amazing yeah. stuff that changed really the history of Christianity. Yeah, and, and just because God knew what was going to be the end result didn't mean he he was unwilling to give Joseph the choice. Right. Just because God knew this little young lady was going to pass away at the orphanage, that Joyce was going to come home to be with the Lord, it didn't mean God didn't give us the choice of whether we would do both or not, but he knew ahead of time what our choice would be. And it brought and he gave us a dream comfort. that opened up and he that would that would direct me, even though I was making the choice, yeah. the dream would still direct me to the right choice. Yeah. And if you could ask John and Agnes, our house mom and dad, would they rather have us have come in May or rather me have been there with them during this time? I oh. do believe they would have chosen us being with them during this time of there's grieving. No, there's no doubt. I mean, they would probably say, oh, both mom and dad, we want both. But, you know, I think that this was the right choice. You know, I can't unchange it now, but I do believe that we made the right choice us right. going. I yeah. think you're right. I really do. So so that's just one thing that dreams can do, isn't it? It is. It's, and it's one of those amazing things that we learn as we just walk through the process of, of growing and listening you know, it's not really about, I think sometimes people get really focused on the dream itself, and but really it's about relationship, isn't yeah. it? Conversation. Well, because with, the dream, my dream about Africa, I mean, that's probably as, as simple as any dream we've ever talked about on the podcast. I mean, I mean, there's almost nothing to say about it. We went, everything was normal, but it got hard to get in and out of the country. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's the entire dream. Yeah. Uh, but a short dream can have a huge impact. Yeah. Uh, and that's that that gave us direction. Yeah. It gave us a choice, but it gave us direction. Yeah, and you know, if you had, you could have felt another way. You could have said, "Lisa, I had a dream, and I, it's, this is going to be a hard trip. So we need to be praying and be prepared." Right. You that could have been one way that you know we responded to the dream. Well, you know, when you think about it, when we talk about um, um, categories of dreams, how I was spurred by the Holy Spirit to categorize that dream as a direction dream helped us make the decision not to go. But if Holy Spirit had spurred me to categorize that dream as an intercessory dream, I probably would have felt like we needed to go and we just needed to be careful. Yeah. Sometimes, I, you know, like the dream I was telling you about, about the water, the flood and everything from the other day, I really sit for a few minutes and I think about the dream, especially if it's something that's, you know, I have a lot of dreams, like you said, a night. And um, because I have so many for me, I do not write them all down because I have so many. Uh, I probably write down the same amount you do because when you have a dream, it's usually significant. And that's really how I, I do mine as well. I, I, I weigh them say, okay, is, does this feel significant? Does it have weight on it? And I know when it does. So that dream I had the other night felt significant. So I sat there for a minute. I was like, ooh, that was a bad dream. But then after I just sat there and, and rested and, and molded over in my head, I was like, okay. 
it really wasn't a negative dream. It's just telling me something, you know, and you and I talked about it last night. But anyway, yeah. uh, you know, you don't always need to just assume that you, if you have a negative feeling in a dream that the whole dream is negative, it may just be setting the stage or the tone for something else. Right. That's true. That's true. Hey, listen, this, this is a good spot for a sort of a quasi-commercial here. If you if you want to learn more about these kind of things, I have over a year's worth of blog entries where we wrote them out on our website before we started doing these podcasts, and they're available to folks who want to, uh, to check them out. How do uh, they do that? They can go to www.mydreamstories.org and find those blog things they can also give there there's a donate button there if they want to help um, uh, with the cost of the production of the these podcasts you can also find a lot of this stuff um, or at least the podcasts and some new things we're doing on Facebook yeah you just search under dream stories and that reminds me of we have a new feature that's up and available on the Facebook page and on the website and that is a video a segment that we're doing now regularly or that I'm doing now. I have to pull you in and put you on uh, video. I don't now. know if I want to be on video. <laughs> <laughs> I might sometimes, but I, I, you do a great job with that. I mean, I actually, that's my favorite thing is to talk about symbols. What could they mean? That's a lot of fun for me. That's not just symbols, but actual items that you you come up with, you know, I watch you searching for things through the house sometimes yeah. or in your office. And, you know, I, I even brought a flower from outside one time. I don't know if you used that last I did. time. Yeah, that's going to come know, up so, here in an episode in the next few weeks. Okay. So I've got a, a Dream Stories, Dream Symbols video. They're about two to four minute videos. They're real short. And we just talk about, we show a symbol and talk about the different characteristics, qualities, traits attributes of yeah. that symbol that object mm-hmm. and what it might could mean in a dream yeah we would love for you to check it out and uh you know maybe even give us some feedback on it because you know we're actually michael and i are in a new uh place in our life you know we're um we're we're on an adventure in a way we're doing a lot of more media things and um in, in addition to us traveling and doing some ministry that way i'm still working and uh, so I don't maybe not travel everywhere with you, but you know we're we're in a, a new place, yeah. yeah. And I, I like it. I mean, I, I, it's different, but you know we we do need. You know, you mentioned people possibly have an opportunity to give. If you like what you're hearing and 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 you want to give, do that. If you want to share it, you know, if that's some that's way, something I was going to challenge people on. Okay, I, just to see how all this works. If you hear this podcast. Then we would, I would just challenge you, we'd go out to our Facebook page, search Dream Stories. You know, it's got our logo and things. You'll find it. You'll have all the podcast episodes and the videos are on there. When you find this episode on uh, the Facebook page, it'll post and be right there at the top when it first posts. Share it, if you will. Click the share button. Click the like button and the share button. And if our shares on this podcast go up, yeah. we'll know people are listening to the podcast. Because, yes. see, we don't really always know who's listening and who No, didn't. we don't. And so. it, it does encourage us to say, hey, I really like that. Or, hey, that ministered to me. Or, hey, could y'all do this? You know, yeah. could y'all talk about this subject or topic? Or Yeah, and that's know. another great thing for the Facebook page. People can yeah. drop comments on there and tell us what it meant to us. Tell us if it was helpful. And tell us things they would like for us to yeah. take up or talk about in the future would be great. Yeah. A great way of interacting with yeah. us as well. I'm curious if people would want to see videos of us sitting here talking about the 
you know, this is a podcast, but some people record their podcasts. And I wonder if people would want to see us sitting here. I don't want people to see me sitting here. I just say you don't want people. <laughs> I really don't. But, you know, hey, we're, we're in our studio, you know. Hey, it's fun. It is. Well, anyway, back to the dreams we were talking about. Okay, and I'm the talking topic. No, it's much. okay. I just thought of something. Okay. While you were gone uh, to Africa, to Kenya for the funeral, you missed some things here at home, too. What did I miss? You missed your family reunion, your Easter, you know, springtime family reunion. Did you interpret dreams there? I didn't. It was something Good. that was really cool. No, it was something that was really cool <laughs> that did happen, though. What? You've got a family member, Jamie, I think your cousin, Jamie, who has come to some of my dream labs here right. locally. She listens to the podcast, different things like that. And one thing I'm always saying to the people who come to the classes or listen to the podcast is, I don't want to just interpret dreams for you. Yeah. That's not what my goal is. My goal is not to be your dream interpreter. My goal is for you to learn how to understand your own dreams. And so she comes and finds me during the family reunion. Are you going to tell me that she... She had interpreted her own dream. It was so cool. Wow, that's awesome. She came and she said, I li- I've been listening to the podcast. I've been doing these things. And she goes, and I had this dream. And, and I prayed about it. And I just asked God. And I... I thought about the things you'd talked about, and, and I realized what it meant. And that's really what we want to do. So that's really good to it hear. It was so neat. And it was, and she was, it's a great interpretation. She's, she lives, we, we're based in the deep south in Alabama, and she lives in the south. And so I recognize that I'm going to share her dream, and I recognize that some people in some parts of the country get nervous about language we use and different yeah. things. And so people might, you know, it, please accept this as a dream, and I'm going to share what she shared with it. But, okay. but she said... You know, racism mm-hmm. is a, a major issue around the world, but it's been a historic issue in the South. And she grew up in an era right. when racism was in the sixties in the forefront. It yeah. was huge yeah. in the South. Yeah. And 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 you know, I think anybody who grew up in the South in the sixties, if they ever said they they were they were never in no way, shape, form, or fashion racist is probably lying. Right. They're probably just trying to make themselves feel good because whether they intended to or not, it was the culture yeah. and we had to overcome it. Yeah. And she says, she shared, she says basically that to me and she goes, and this was my dream. She says, I had a dream that I got married and I got married and my husband was a beautiful black man. Now she's white. Yeah. And she says, my husband was a beautiful black man. Well, in her Era growing up, that wouldn't have happened. That would not have been that would acceptable. Not have been acceptable. And she says he was beautiful, and I loved him, and and he was kind, and he was gentle, and he was patient. And she starts naming these qualities, and I'm thinking that's Galatians five twenty two. Yeah, it's the fruit of the spirit. And then she says, and I realized he was displaying the fruit of the spirit, <laughs> so she knew what it yeah. was. And she goes, and then I woke up. That was all it was. Mm. And she was like. I'm thinking, I, I think I know what this dream means, but she's already told me she's interpreted it. So yeah. I just waited on her, and she looked at me, and she goes, and I had to pray, and I waited, and I thought about all the things you've told us. And she said, God showed me he was healing racism in my life. Mm-hmm. He was joining me to a culture. He was joining me to the and letting me see these beautiful characteristics and qualities of the fruit of the Spirit. And it was just so cool because that was a healing dream, not physical healing, yeah, but healing wounds in her or, or mindsets and ideas and things that I think she was probably over in the 
the natural way she responds to people, you know, because I, I just I don't see her in that kind of a, a way. Yeah. But just things that were in her, hidden things, Maybe she things didn't that know. were there. You know, things that right. she didn't know might still would remain. But um, that that brought tears to my eye. I got misty eye, didn't I? Yes, you that did. Was sweet. You are you're crying. So. But it's cool, and it's just so neat because it was a healing dream, and it was so so for me. It was a couple of things: living in the South and to see someone who grew up in in a racist era of the '60s be healed of those mindsets and ideas and thoughts, and even the lingering wounds because racism hurt both sides. I please hear me. I'm not saying the African American community that you're you're that the white community was hurt. You weren't or something. I'm just saying it caused pain to both sides. It damaged both sides. And so to see that begin to be healed in her, now she can offer healing as well to others. That's powerful. It is huge. That's why I say the beautiful thing about dreams is that Holy Spirit can bypass our mindset. Because we we might would never, she might never would have gone to a metaphor of marrying a black man and, you know, seeing all these beautiful things. Her mind not would have ever gone there. But God ba- bypassed that while she was sleeping and allowed her to see it in a different light. So that's yeah. beautiful. And and it doesn't matter. We don't have to know whether these were things she was actually dealing with and struggling with, emotions or feelings she was struggling with, hidden things, things below the surface. We don't have to know what it was. She knew it healed something. Okay, so let's. What, how would you have categorized that dream? Would you have put that in a self-conditioned dream? Would you have put that in a healing dream? Oh, what would you, a revealing you know, it's dream? It's interesting now, hearing her interpretation, mm-hmm. I would put it in a healing dream mm-hmm. and a revealing dream type mm-hmm. category. Uh, it reveals something, and, and, and even that level of self-condition there of what it was. But I would have probably listening to it now and knowing what the interpretation was, I would drop it into a healing dream category. But if I had just heard the dream and not known what its interpretation was for her, because see, that's important to think about too. God didn't want me to interpret that dream. Right. He wanted her to interpret that dream. And that's why I didn't really have an interpretation when she said it. I was like, I think I know, but I just had to wait to hear what she had to say because Holy Spirit didn't tell me. He had already told her. Yeah, that's sweet. And so hearing it, I would have probably placed it into a uh, a dream about an encouraging dream or a, a self-conditioned type dream Yeah, uh, if I'd heard it without the interpretation. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, but awesome. it's, it's just one of those things that goes to remind us how amazing it is um, that God can take our night season when we think of it being at rest and asleep and our spirit, who we really are, is not asleep. Yeah, He's talking to us. That's He's right. communicating with us. That's right. There's, there's an interaction still going on. Yeah. And nothing's wasted. Yep. You know, we talk true. about sometimes when we, we teach on dreams, if you're, you know, um, what, 60 years old? out there mm-hmm. you've slept on average probably eight hours a night through your life and that means you've been asleep one third of your life 20 years and god didn't waste it i love it if we just listen that, every time we talk about that it just blows my mind when we think about the amount of time that we spend sleeping yeah it's not wasted i love it 
Yeah, he wants to, he wants to pour out into us, uh, and that's why I, why I think dreams are so amazing as spiritual experiences. And um, you know, you may be listening to this uh, podcast, and if you're not a Christian, I hope we, by our using sp- spiritual language, we don't turn you off to things. But uh, because dreams are spiritual, and my spiritual experience is is based around Jesus. Yeah. Uh, um, and so for me, that is the heart of the spiritual experience. It's his wanting to talk to me. And if you're not a Christian and you're listening to this podcast, I'm, I'm just going to challenge you. I would be, be willing to bet that your creator, uh, my God, can reveal himself to you too yeah. in a dream and yeah. let you know who he is. That's true. And if anybody wanted information about, you know, how, what our walk has been following Jesus, we're happy to share that as well. Absolutely. Yeah, just so get in contact with us. One of the us. cool things yeah. also about dreams is they can point our direction in more ways than one. Yeah. We don't believe you just stumble across things, and if you're listening, there's a purpose in it. So. Yeah. It's good. Well, that's about all the time we have today. Yeah. It's been a good one. It made you cry. I know. Well, I wasn't crying, crying, but I was... Well, yeah. had a little tear drip little down. Teary, yeah. A little tear, yeah. Get a little... Well, it's a relative of mine. I'm happy. Dab the corner of you. You know, eye. look, I mean, Jamie, uh, uh, my cousin, I mentioned her name. Did you mention her name? I think I did. Yeah, I you told, did. She told me it was okay. Okay. So, you know, for many years, her mother was praying for her. And every time I'd see my aunt, she would say, Lisa, you pray for Jamie now. And, uh, you know, because they were having difficulties through through their, their relationship at times. And so uh, she made me take a Bible to Jamie one time. And Jamie said, I don't want that thing. <laughs> and here she she's born again now. She serves the Lord. And her mama knew that before and she God passed. And God's sending her yeah. dreams that, that are yeah. powerfully impacting her life. Yeah, it was beautiful. It's awesome. So it made me a little misty-eyed. Love you, Jamie. Thanks for yeah. letting me share that, by the way. Yeah. All right. Well, till next time. See you later. Bye-bye.